welcome back to the I Write in the Dark podcast. I'm your host, Jace Rosenberg. And today I'm going to go a little bit off topic. Not completely, but a little. Um, We're going to talk about going after our dreams. And I know that every one of us has dreams of things that we would like to do or things that we would um, like to be involved in, maybe. And so, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Like I said, I'm going to be straight a little off topic, but not completely. So, have you ever been passionate about doing something? Um, You could be passionate about writing. (laughs) You know, for example, that's why I do this, and why I write, because I'm passionate about it. You could be passionate about um, feeding the homeless. That's something my wife's passionate about, is helping those that are less fortunate and those in need. Um, You could be passionate about all kinds of things, um, whatever it is that you dream of doing. And like I said, every one of us has something that we dream of doing or would like to do. And usually... That's what we call it, a dream. And for some reason, we like to hang on to the dream. And many times we won't go after the dream. We'll just kind of hold on to that and just call it our dream. And I want to make sure that we can make those not just dreams, but reality. Because that's what they can be. You can make it a reality. So if I was going to title this podcast segment, I would title it, You're Not Too Old, um, because you're not. A lot of times, as me being a middle-aged adult male, I think of the things that I wished I had already done, and it's discouraging at times, things I wished I had already accomplished that I haven't. And so sometimes that will turn a person off to think, well, I'm too old to do it now. I can't do it now. And on the flip side of that, if you're a younger person, uh, you may not find very many people that you know or that you have heard of that have done the thing that you're dreaming of doing or that you would like to do. And so you might think, well, I'm just too young to do it because no one else my age is doing this. we got to stop thinking that way. And I'm going to get ahead of myself if I'm not careful. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to go back to this. For most of my life, I wanted to be a writer. For, from the time I was small until now, I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always had that in the back of my mind. Um, maybe not always spoken. Maybe not always put out there. But it's something that inside of me I wanted to do. And there are a lot of things that stopped me from trying to do that. Um, I didn't feel like I was educated enough. I didn't feel like anyone would want to read the things that I wrote. And so for me, that was just um, two examples of what I felt like was going to hold me back. And then along the lines of feeling like I wasn't educated enough, I thought, well, I'm too old now to go back and try to learn these things. Uh, that's something that people do when they're in college. They learn what they need to know to be able to succeed in these things. 
And I should have known right then that that's not true. Having had a deg my degree in accounting, I can tell you that, yes, the things I learned in college were helpful and helped me to know the directions of the way I was going when I got put on a job. But my biggest learning came from doing and actually being on the job. So that's what I believe is that you're going to learn more by doing. And so that's what I began to do. I just had to start doing the writing. So we'll get more into that in a minute. But I want you to know that you are not too old. You are not too young. You are just right. You're at the perfect age to start. You can hear more about my writing journey if you go back and listen to episode one. Uh, I go more in-depth with it there. But just for the purpose of this podcast, I'll give a quick rundown of it. You know, I was, like I said, I was the kid who secretly loved writing in school. When we got writing assignments, I was excited. I didn't want to show that because, you know, that's just not cool. You know, so try to be cool, but I still on the inside love the writing. I had an amazing English teacher in high school who opened the door for writing to me, really opened the door and let me understand what it could be and how much I enjoyed it. And that's what really got my blood going for it. And after high school, I started college and I was majoring in journalism. And, you know, life happened. I, I didn't do so well in college. I was kind of burnt out from school and I just dropped out. And after that, I kind of gave up on my dream of writing or being any kind of writer in any form or fashion because I thought, you know, I'm going to have, I would have to continue to go to school for this. I'd have to go on to college to do what I want to do. And um, I thought that journalism was the path that I wanted. And while I still do enjoy um, sections of journalism and the need to provide facts, and truth for people, especially now in an unbiased way, that's something I'm still passionate about and I still do enjoy. I just don't do that on my own. But I did, you know, want to fulfill the dream of fiction writing, even after I dropped out. And like I said, I wanted that to be, I thought I had to have the education for that. And then a friend introduced me, you know, just kind of, quickly going through this, a friend introduced me to flash fiction and NaNoWriMo. I jumped in to both of those and I haven't really looked back. So that was kind of my journey, you know, into writing. And I didn't jump in without hesitations or reservations because I thought, like I already said, that it would be kind of a wasted effort, honestly. I thought that my effort was going to be wasted, that I was just really fooling myself to think that I could do this. And then when I finished my first cringy novel that uh, you can find on Amazon if you choose to or dare to put yourself through that, it is called The Lobby, and just look for The Lobby by Jace Rosenberg and you'll find it. But... You know, you can get it for like 99 cents on Kindle. But there were several people that loved it and enjoyed it. 
and so I thought if you know now especially looking back I'm thinking wow if they like that which is a little cringy to me now um, they would probably really enjoy other things if I put more effort into it and if I uh, clean it up like it needs to be cleaned up and I put it together in a more proper way then maybe I do have something here maybe I do have a little talent that can be polished and honed where I can provide something of worth to people and you know I'm just now getting to that place where I can believe in myself and I'm 41 years old so I'm not too old and I'm not too young I'm at the place where I need to be right now because it's it's where I need to be. I truly believe that we figure things out and we get into the position we need to be in life when it's time for us to be there. And now's my time. So remember that. You are not too old and you're not too young to get started. I had to fight the negativity and I had to decide that it didn't matter how old I was. It didn't matter what level of education I may or may not have had. That was irrelevant. If I wanted it bad enough, I could learn what I needed to know. And like I stated earlier, um, having had my degree in accounting, I know that I learned more on the job than I did in any classroom. And I believe that it's more than likely that way with most things. There are some things that just can't be taught in a classroom. You have to experience it. And I believe that we honestly learn more by doing anyway. anyway. You know, there's a song by Andy Mineo. He's a, a rapper, like a Christian rapper. And in the song, he says, it's called You Can't Stop Me. And in the song, he says, my biggest enemy is me. And even I can't stop me. And that, when I heard that the first time, I was like, man, he is right on the money. Because that is our biggest enemy. Our biggest enemy is ourself. It's the truth. And when you begin to realize that, it's the things that you are in your head telling yourself, uh, the reasons why you can't, that's, that's your biggest enemy. Because there's no one out there. That is telling you. I mean in most cases. I mean some cases there are people out there telling you. You'll never do that. Or you'll never be that. Or you'll never accomplish that. But even if they are saying that. Those people don't matter. Those people are just um, negative voices. That you need to cast aside. Because you can accomplish. What you want to accomplish. Don't listen to the negative voices. Don't listen to the negativity. Of your own mind telling you that you can't you've got to break out of that mindset that negative mindset and realize there's nothing that's stopping you there's nothing that was stopping me but me your age doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter it's that simple people can say you're too young they can say you know what there's people you're only a teenager no teenager does that no teenager writes a book well, 
you can do it. There are teenagers that have done it, and you can do it. It doesn't matter what anyone says, and it doesn't matter what you think you are thinking to yourself. Well, I can never do that. I'm just a teenager. You can do it. You can do it. You can change the world. That's the thing is what you don't you fail to realize is that you are a world changer, no matter what age you are. Uh, we tend to think that we have lost value as we age. Um, a lot of times we think that we're losing our value, that we don't have as much maybe to contribute to society. But I fail to find the logic in that because there are so many things that we can provide. Our wisdom, number one, as you get older, you're learning more. And that wisdom is is something that you can impart to the younger people. And like I said just a minute ago, you are a world changer. The things that you can do can change the world. And you might think that you're insignificant and that um, the things that you have to say or do can't impact the world. But I'll tell you, if it impacts one person, that starts a ripple. And that ripple will travel and it'll get bigger and it'll get bigger. And you don't realize that your actions and your things that you're doing can change the world. It can make a difference. And even if it doesn't change the complete world, then you've started something. And you've put yourself out there. And you've put the idea out there. And so with writing, for me, that's where I, I take my writing. I want to help someone. I want to make them feel loved. I want to make them feel the warmth. I want to make them feel you know, all the things that I want them to feel when they read my stories or when they read my books. I want them to be able to feel for that time. And I want them to take those characters away and those stories away and remember them forever. And in so doing, I can maybe change a world or change someone's life. So let me get back on topic. If you are passionate about something and you don't do it, and you choose to kind of push it on the back burner and keep pushing it back there, it's going to eat you from the inside out. You'll have to find a way to do it. So many of us go through life feeling unfulfilled because we choose to listen to negative voices, um, whether that be our own or others around us. And I'll st I want to stress this again. If there are people around you that are telling you that you can never do it, that you will never do it, that you're not worth it, that you um, just don't have it in you, those people you need to get rid of out of your life because those are the people that are just going to drag you down. And you might be saying, Jace, it's family. It's someone. If someone is abusing you in that way, and it really is a negative abuse, it's a, a form of abuse to sit and tell someone that they aren't good enough, that they will never do this, that they will never amount to this. That's a form of abuse. It's a verbal abuse. And I don't care if it's family or not, you still need to cut that out of your life because those things will only harm you and bring you down. But so many of us deal with our own negative voice in our own head. And that's enough. You don't have to. You don't have to deal with uh, the negative voices of others when you have when you're trying to deal with the one of your own. And so, 
I want to be a positive voice for you. I want to be the one right now that you can hear that is telling you you can do it. Because you can. There's nothing that's stopping you. Absolutely nothing. If you need to learn about what you want to do, then study. If you're not good at it, then practice. If you don't have the money, raise the money. And let me tell you, I know all about not having the money to do things. And you will find ways to do it. Yard sales, bake sales, do what you got to do. Use your other talents that you have to help raise the money. If you can sing, go sing somewhere. <laughs> sing on the corner and let some people drop a quarter in there if they have to. You'll raise it one dime at a time. And that's what you have to do. If it's something that you are passionate about, you will find a way to do it. You have to. You're the only one that can make it happen. I'm I, Just like for me in my writing, I'm the only one who can make it happen. I can't depend on anyone else to push me. Because nobody else is as passionate about it as I am. And so a lot of times when you share your dream with others... And you are so excited and you're so passionate and you are just saying, you know, this is what I feel like I need to do. And and for me, even I've heard people say, this is what I know. Oh, God has just called me to do this and, and I really believe in it and I really believe this is what I need to do. And then maybe they're, they're not really excited about it or they are just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then you're like, what? That's all you get to say is that's cool, but this is my dream. This is what I'm passionate about. Well, it's for you, and your dream is for you. And so don't expect other people to be the one that are going to push you in that because it's not what they are dreaming, it's not what they are passionate about, and it's not what they are called to do. It's, we're talking about you, and you're the only one that can push you. You're the only one that can power through the negative voices, power through the things that you have to power through to learn and to do and to... Build yourself up into what you need to be because you can do it. And like I said, no one else is going to push you. No one else is going to be the one to uh, baby you and coddle you and say, oh, you know, Jace, like for me, Jace, you need to get out there and do it. You just really got to do it. You really just got to push through and do it. And if you do that, then you're going to be, you know, have success in this or success in that. I can't depend on anyone else. I have to depend on me. I have to depend on myself to push. And push it is. And sometimes it's a hard push. But you can do it. So if you're right, if writing is what you want to do, then you need to study writing. You read all the books that you can read. I mean, every book that you can get your hands on, read it. For me, that's sometimes that's the hard part for me. Because I, while I enjoy writing... I only enjoy certain types of books and certain authors. So, uh, Ted Decker being my favorite author, and I enjoy his work, most of his work. Uh, at the <laughs> at the um, risk of being stoned, I don't like his Circle series. I didn't finish the Circle series. I couldn't. It was too. It was just. It was too much for me to to deal with. I just, I can't. You know, it's just one of those things where I just can't. Now, his other books like, um, Bone Man's Daughter, um, Three, 
things like that I could get into and I could read. And even uh, Sovereign and the, that whole series of books, I could get into that and I could handle that and I could read that. But there are certain types of books that I like and certain authors that I enjoy to read. And so for me, sometimes it's harder to find the books that I want to read. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We'll get back to the topic. If writing is what you want to do, then read more books. Read books about writing. More than anything, though, you need to write. You need to start writing. Get your um, hands on the keyboard, your fingers on the pencil. Do what you got to do. And so what I'm going to do right now is challenge you. NaNoWriMo, that I talked about earlier, that I jumped into, NaNoWriMo is starting on November 1st. If you want to be a writer... If you want to write in any form or fashion, I'm challenging you to do NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo means National Novel Writing Month. And during that time, you of November, the whole month, you are supposed to write 50,000 words. That could be part of a novel. You could put 50,000 words toward anything. You can make 50,000 words worth a blog post if you want. I don't care how you do it, honestly. 50,000 words. That means 1,667 words each day. You can write more than that if you want on any day. You can finish early if you want. It doesn't matter. You can, but the trick is that you need to get this done and do it through the month of November. And I think the main point is learning to write every day. And 1,667 words per day is a very good number to start with. As you grow in your writing, you might write more than that. You may write less than that. It doesn't, it's not, you know, a set amount that you have to write every day. But as far as NaNoWriMo goes, it's 1,667 words. And it's a great teaching tool to get you to be in the habit of writing every day. So that's what I want you to do. Start that habit of writing daily. And if you can, jump into NaNoWriMo November 1st. And just don't let anyone tell you that you're too old or you're too young. We've got numerous examples of people of all ages who are writers. And did they have some kind of magic that excluded them from the whole age thing? No. They just did what they loved they began writing. And that's what I want you to do. Do what you love. If it's writing, write. No matter what it is, get out there and do it. Don't feel like you can't do it. Push through the negative voices and realize that you are the only one that cares enough to make sure that you're going to succeed. Now, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do that on Instagram. Just look up Jace Rosenberg. That's J-A-S-E-R-O-S-E-M-B-U-R-G. On Twitter, it's JaceR75. That's J-A-S-E-R-75. And those are the two biggest platforms I use right now. I do have a Facebook page for my writing, but I don't really update it that much. It mostly, where my blog posts are put, they'll be advertised on there. And speaking of blog, you can visit my blog at jacerosenberg.com or you can email me directly at jace at jacerosenberg.com. And I love hearing from you guys. I look forward to hearing from you. You have a great day, and God bless.